Welcome to Trail Tales, a podcast about running stories from the trail, stories from the road, stories, stories, and more stories. What's your story? How did you begin? Where are you now? What are some of the things that you wish you had known before you started running? All these, among other things, Sean Roberts and myself, David Waters, will be exploring these in future episodes. Welcome to episode three. I'm David Waters, and this is Sean. All right, Sean. So, what are we talking about today, buddy? <laughs> well, it's it's been a while, Dave. I guess you know life's been uh, pretty busy these past several weeks, and it's been hard to connect. And uh, I know you've kind of been doing your thing, and I've been doing mine. And uh, I guess I'd start off with uh, June is usually a pretty big month for me in terms of running. It's almost the highlight of my running year. And that's because for the past six years, I've been um, doing a running streak in June called Run for the Sun. And uh, I'm going to do a plug here for a good friend of mine, Jeff Smith, um, from the running podcast uh, out of Brisbane in Australia. Um, He's been holding what he calls the Run for the Sun. Um, And it's pretty much he gets his listeners, his his community of of listeners of his podcast. And we all commit to running uh, every day in the month of June. And it's run for the sun because over in his part of the world, they're in winter right now, which is kind of weird to think about. But uh, so they're out running, trying to chase that sun and beat the winter blues. And um, it's pretty simple. You just commit to running every day in June and the minimum mileage is one mile a day. So, um, you know, you get some of the big runners up there and they're logging, you know, 300 plus miles for the month, which is far beyond my reach. But uh, here we are, um, significant day for us. It's summer solstice, the first day of summer. So uh, happy summer, Dave. <laughs> yeah, happy summer, Sean. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time coming. I feel like we've had a very extended uh, spring, sometimes even uh, fall. Okay, come on. Uh, it's, we live in, wait, 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 wait. We live in Canada, man. <laughs> I know. What do they say? If you we, don't like the weather, wait five minutes, right? <laughs> exactly. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah. I mean, who doesn't, lo- who doesn't love like this, you know, five months of, of, of winter and then another how you know go right into summer <laughs> we right. skip the spring right. we right. skip spring somehow oh my gosh man but yeah today's a I, beautiful day so um yeah so, so wait a second so sure. so you're you're running like every single day regardless like it, for the month of june every day you got it <laughs> that's so cool yeah so, so what happens what happens if you get injured man what are you gonna do um <laughs> Well, if I, if I mean, if I get injured, then I get injured. And I guess it depends really on, ride how, on how bad it is. <laughs> get out and ride your bike. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I've, I've run hurt, right? I mean, you know, there's hurt or injured, right? So, I mean, injured is you're kind of laid up and you can't really do anything. Um, I've been like very right lucky. Now. I've been very lucky not to have any injuries per se, but I've definitely had a lot of hurts along the way. And I usually just kind of work through them or I ease off. And I always like to say I'm doing active recovery. I, I can't stay, there you, go. you know, I can't stay um, motionless. If I'm not moving, I'm losing. So I always got to, got to move and do something. So, um, yeah, so I'm on 20 day 21 right now and I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I think I've logged 105 kilometers for the month so far. I have a personal goal. I want to get up to 160. So I think if I do, I think six kilometers a day for the rest of the month, I should be able to just surpass that. Um, but, you know, my first week, uh, 
was awesome. I think, well, we started off with that uh, 10K waterfront race in Barrie. Yeah, which you did really, you did really well at that. Thanks, man. It was, uh, I wanted to run that race and I wanted to be uncomfortable. You know, my mindset was be comfortable feeling uncomfortable during this race. And if you get a stitch or if your lungs are burning, it's okay. I just try to keep pushing. And, uh, you know, I, I, yeah. So let's pin that, let's pin that, let's pin this on the board for a second. Let's, let's kind of put a, a full stop on this. So this is, let's give a little bit of background and let's unpack this this uh this race sure. this was a race that was put on by honda right honda canada yes over in barry you got and it. they were they, they had a, a a 5k a 10k and a half marathon correct yep yeah and okay because i because i was there as well and and uh, i was uh i had a friend of mine who was running his first 5k and uh he hadn't he was only walking to kind of you know to start but he kind of got into running over a period of time but um but for you you were running your 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 10k now what kind of training were you doing prior to that because you did really well in timing like 50 minutes like 50 minutes or so or something to that degree yeah i think i was like i was i was close to getting to the 49 minute mark it's like 50 minutes and like one or two seconds so um as far as the training was going it's funny um i thought the race was going to be a week later <laughs> So uh, I wanted to do some kind of like intervals and tempo runs, at least get one or two of those in. And then I realized, oh, my race is actually in two days. So uh, I had like a really quick taper. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, what I was doing, I guess, leading up to the race, we've been running pretty consistently. And I had some good running months in, uh, well, in April and May. Um, so I was just kind of focusing on just picking up the pace a little bit over the weeks leading up to the race and kind of, getting familiar with and comfortable with being kind of pushing, pushing myself a little bit harder. Right. It's, you know, normally when I go running and not training for anything specific, it's just nice, comfortable pace where you can have a conversation and, and not feel too exerted. But, uh, you know, for this race, I wanted to push it a little bit and, and be uncomfortable. And I think, uh, you know, to be successful, you need talent, but you need a little bit of luck. And, uh, for my, race i finished ninth overall in my in my category which was amazing to say i got a top 10 finish was for me that's like crazy but um the luck came in because it was a cool day that day and you know when when it's hot and humid i'm like a i'm like molasses and uh a nice cool day so i kept my body temperature down i was able to keep up uh keep up the good pace um and carry on and have a good race (laughs) <laughs> oh no dave i i'm here now sorry yep i'm back hey did i lose you oh you're back yeah i lost you for a second so hey so there's no complaining i do it's if there's uh snow up. on the ground or cold a, you like cold weather the cusp of summer now like, and, uh, <laughs> i know once that humidity hits my times are gonna uh decrease quite a bit which i'm which i'm fine with Well, it's funny that, you know, yeah. I mean, oh, top like, 10, so That's man. pretty crazy like, for me. That's I never awesome. thought I'd even finish. That's achieve, right? the highest I've like, ever finished a race. And I haven't done many races, right? But, uh, yeah, I was pretty surprised with that result. 
Well, then again, I'm not, I'm not too surprised. I mean, look, I mean, if you run in the station where you are, when you're, you know what I mean? Like if you're, you've got like a, a yeah, that's, that's kind of true. Of training, and that you comes wherever you are, right? Streak, especially it's uh, like you said, if I'm at work, I work 12 hour shifts. So that really eats up a big part of your day. If you don't get a run in before um, it's got to happen during the day, because after 12 hours and I get home at, you know, 1.30 in the morning, I'm not really going to be going out for a run at that time. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Oh, I'll, come I'll on, wait, come on, you can call me. We'll go out. <laughs> we don't live too far away from That's each right, other. Eh? But yeah, like you said. I run... Hey, man, just send me a text. I'm ready to go. Well, well it's, it's, it's funny because both of our jobs, like we're both, we, yeah. we're both in the yeah. industries where our hours can be all over the place, right? Like, be me being a realtor, you know, I'm I I, I can get out for a morning run very easily because yeah. I could be yeah. working and like until twelve o'clock midnight. You know what I mean? And for and for you uh, being uh, um, a paramedic in your industry, well, that's you're it. on different and shifts I, at different my times, and who knows what time well. you're going to be getting home. Be busy or or have some downtime, so. You know, I always have my running shoes with me. And if I'm at work and, you know, there are other crews around or if it's been kind of quiet. Oh, I just said the Q word. <laughs> but uh, anyways, you know, I'll bring my shoes with me. And I'll, if the weather's bad, I'll run around the garage and I'll just run circles in the bay. Or if we have a nice, nice day outside, I'll run around the parking lot and try to get in a run. Um, you kind of have to have to be adaptable and uh, be willing to do things unconventionally when you when you have uh, work days like ours. Yeah, and I, you know, that's and it's very true, right? Because you take your shoes and, and your stuff with you, and likewise with me. Like right now, I'm up in Collingwood, and I'm looking out at the water, and it's absolutely beautiful. Um, I've got my running stuff with me. I haven't even gone for my run today, um, so my last appointment was a little while ago. So this gives me the the option to, you know, just go ahead, find a, a local washroom, do a quick change, and I'm on the trail. <laughs> we're you know kind of where i am during the day right like absolutely so now Dave, let me ask run you, so when at you any go point out, in time like anywhere like today, right? for example and you haven't done your run and you're just kind of gonna try to find a spot and find some time do you have like a a goal in mind for how long you want to run or are you just going to take what you can get and be happy with it <laughs> uh, <laughs> well that's a good question uh you know, I could be really t- type I, type A and say, no, I need I need to follow this training plan because I have this yeah. goal and this is what I need to do to get me. I could be like that. And I was when I first started. Now, it kind of changed yeah. up a little bit. And yeah, I have goals and I have things I want to achieve. However, I'm not very, like, I'm not going to be very militant and say, that's what's going to happen today. Because if I wake up in the morning, cause I did speed work the other day, right. I was on the track and you know, I was doing one hundreds and four hundreds and, and all that kind of jazz. Right. And that's a hard workout. So the following day called for a little bit of an easier run, but I woke up and my foot was a little sore and my knee was a little bit sore. And I thought, you know what, I'm not going to go out and do anything today. I'm just going to like, maybe just go for, you know, a half hour walk, maybe a 45 minute walk, just going to walk it off. Right. Because again, I'm not a professional athlete. Right. I'm like, you know, middle of a packer, maybe, I guess. Um, yeah. And just go off and, and do my thing just for 
for, for me. Right. So I used to be that guy, but I found that if I, if I'm like that, I can, I can maybe cause yeah. an injury to spiral out of control and then it'll lay me, it'll lay me up yeah. for like a couple of weeks. And then, and then it's not like a good thing. Right. So, so today, I mean, what I would do is I'm up in Collingwood. There's an amazing trail that actually runs the perimeter of Collingwood. So I'll go off and I'll run that and I'll do like 15, 15 K. And then when I finish, I can literally jump in Georgian Bay and go for a swim because there was like this, this rocky beach out at Sunset Park. And I could go off, towel, you know, go for a quick swim and then come out, towel off. I'm really cool down and I'm kind of semi-clean, I guess you could say. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, that's kind of how my poor man shower, I guess you could say, right? So it works out, works out well. I mean, this doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes I, you know, I've got like the, yeah. the wipes, like, you know, the baby wipes, but the yeah, big ones yeah. that you can buy um, and do like a poor man shower that way, right? just all depends so i guess what you could say is you could run anywhere at any time if you have a little bit of preparation just to just to make sure you can get your run in and only run if you know it's not going to cause another injury because yeah. you you could injure yourself even worse i guess right and that's like the last thing i want to do right because man, yeah we, we, we do we do I, that's like, for sure it's funny Dave, i want to go back to one summer. thing you mentioned so um you're saying, you know, you have to, you're not that professional athlete, right? And you kind of can get into that type A mode and like, hold on, I got to ease off a bit here. And I find that I, I kind of go into spurts of that myself where if I want to get a run in or I've got a certain goal for a month or I'm doing some sort of trying to do some training anyways for, for a race or something, it's, I feel very, um, I guess, anxious or irritable or, or just unsettled until I get my run in. You know, hey, like, Sean, wake up, hey like, Sean, Sean, you know what? I'm just going to interrupt for a second. Sure. Because I don't know what just happened, but um, I think I got another call that came in and my phone was ringing and then I couldn't hear what you were saying. So oh. you, you said you wanted to come back. So I may have to trim this <laughs> just yeah. to make sure we get it in. But you were saying something you wanted to ask me about something and then all of a sudden the phone rang. Oh, sure. Yeah, no problem. So I was just going back. I wanted to touch on the fact that, you know, you had mentioned to yourself, you can kind of be type A when you're, you've got a specific training plan in mind and uh, you know, you kind of remind yourself, you're not, you're not a professional athlete and you don't want to aggravate things or, or uh, make an injury worse. And I was just, uh, you know, commenting that I've kind of had that same trait, I guess, if you will, if I'm training specifically for an event or if I just have a, like a mileage goal in mind or something, or if I know I want to run that day, I'm kind of unsettled until I can kind of get that run in. And, um, you know, it almost takes the joy out of it or the fun out of it when you kind of get into that headspace. So I often remind myself, too, I'm like, hey, I'm not any sort of professional runner here. I'm just kind of doing this for fun. So let's keep it fun and just ease off. And if I get my run in today, I get it. And if I don't, then there's always tomorrow. Right. But I always try to find a way to kind of to kind of move and not stay stagnant. And, um, you know, especially with the with the running streak that I've been doing, um, in years past, that's the biggest challenge has been time. It's like, where am I going to get this run in? You know, if, if I'm going to have a very busy day, I know that I'm only going to get that one mile requirement in for that day. So I'm like, okay, you know, I need, you know, nine to 12 minutes to kind of get that in. And it's not a big deal, but it's like, what am I going to do? So, I mean, I've had days where I've run up and down my stairs until my, uh, 
you know, my watch says I've hit a mile or I've run around the garage. So you have to be pretty adaptable with it. Uh, this year, however, has been, has been pretty nice because um, my wife bought me a treadmill for my birthday. So that's really helped. Wait a uh, minute. Wait. You're kind of you're kind of uh, robotic right now. We've got a weak signal. Are you there, Dave? Here. Okay, I got you back now. Yeah. So. Let's stay where you are. So I wanted to go back in a second. Wait a second. You run up and down stairs? Yep. Hey, are you there? Okay. Okay, I can hear you. So I, I guess I've my been question was, I, I was past. saying, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Figured, you run up and down know. stairs? Running up and down, <laughs> no, running up and down the stairs. Wait in my a house second, for like, you know, is that what you're talking about? Like running up and down the stairs my, in your house, one mile or goal, like, or usually I'll bump it up to two. <laughs> okay, wait a minute, that's like mind numbing. Yeah, I can't man. even comprehend running up and down the stairs in my well, house. It, like I said, it's one of those things where you know you have to get <laughs> oh, it done. Wow. And if I, if I have that Holy, window, of opportunity that takes dedication, my, dude. You know, my little young daughter's having a nap, it's like I can't leave the house. And I can't make much noise. So here's my stairs and let's go. Let's get that heart rate moving and let's, let's get some distance uh, accumulated. Yeah. You're how okay. So you're housebound with your, with well, your well, kids. Well, usually, like I said, you're going to run. Uh, what are you, what are your kids doing when, like they're, when they're, when um, you're doing if, that? If they're awake <laughs> and the weather's nice, I throw them in the stroller and we, we hit the road and we go for a run together and I'll stop at oh, the park okay. with them and, They'll have a little bit of a playtime at the park. But, yeah, if, it's, if the weather's bad or, you know, if I can't get out of the house, then it's either during a nap time or if they're awake, then they'll just play. And, you know, sometimes they'll, they'll want to run with me too, right? So we'll run around the living room and go in circles. No, no excuses. <laughs> Man, no, no excuses now. <laughs> the, the, oh, my gosh. I, I have I, – I have no ex I have no excuses whatsoever. Yeah, well, that's it, right? There's there's always <laughs> like a way you've got to come. I was older. I, can, I, I have. You know, those I are the days. This. It may not be as satisfying <laughs> oh as getting out and you know running a 10k on the road or whatever, but uh, it, it's just good to know you get it done. <laughs> okay, I think I I. The home I stair think, challenge, we, I think exactly. we've got a new race that we gonna, can maybe set up. Gonna have to it'll have a good waiver for it'll, that. It'll be the home stair challenge. Slippery sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have either have carpeted stairs. Yeah, I or, mean, or uh, it gets the job done though. So. <laughs> oh my god, that is like flipping crazy, man. I'm. Yeah. Oh well, you know, if, if no. well, that's, you that's do it. the like, stair mask, do work, the stair mask at your own house. Oftentimes, we have to what we you don't even need we a have machine. to MacGyver solutions I, for certain things, right? If a piece of equipment isn't working, or you're in some sort of just weird situation, you got to MacGyver stuff. So, same thing applies for running. And and for and for all of and for all Absolutely. of our younger listeners, when, when Sean <laughs> says the MacGyver. 
basically that was a TV know, show eh? back in the eighties. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, man, you're saying your age now. <laughs> wow. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. You know I mean, and you don't even you really need stairs. You can just, you know, and do that. Make, right, it's run on the spot at which I've done as well, or you can make room and just run around the living room and, you know, I make a run on the up. spot. Oh, it's a, You know how hard that is? You know how you might not. Okay, you know what? Running. I know. Maybe we'll do an episode. We'll find somebody who can do running on the spot. I know, for right? Like but an hour. that's the thing. Like, I'm I mean, always. Like, that's like done poking these your weird eye. things when I'm doing you the run know, for the sun and I have hurt. to get that mile in for the day. And I'm just like, I can't do it today. So, like I had said, uh, my wife surprised me with a treadmill this year. So that's really uh, <laughs> taken a lot of the pressure off. Uh, whether the, you know, the weather is bad outside or I don't have time to get out, you know, I'll, it's in, set up in the garage and I'll have the kids come out with me and they can play with their toys or be on their bikes and I can watch them and, and run on the treadmill. So that's made it a lot better this year for me. I've been able to get a little bit more mileage in. And uh, like today, for example, before I started work, I went outside and uh, I ran 4K on the treadmill and I wanted to get six for the day. So I'll probably try to get another two kilometers in at work. And uh, if things go well, I'll maybe, who knows, maybe I'll get in four or five and go from there. But, um, yeah, you just kind of have to make it work, right? <laughs> there you go. You know what? This episode is, like, literally, I'm going to call it, like, no excuse. <laughs> no excuse. No excuses, you know? And it's funny, that, you know, that you were talking about that because, um, oh. A couple of weeks ago, I was out for a run in Collingwood. I tend to, I like going up to Collingwood. Yeah, it's like, beautiful area on a there. Sunday to go for a long run too. because it's really nice to go for that swim in Georgian Bay at the end, right? And then, nice. yeah, seriously, right? You know, there's some vegan restaurants up here as well. So, I mean, really good food and there's all kinds of. Oh yeah. I don't know, man. It's like this like four season town. You know, it's got everything. Like we could run out. We could run the hills in Blue Mountain which would be awesome. I mean, there's a lot of things, but anyways, I was out running and um, while I was out running, I was, I was almost finished my like 50, I was doing 16 that day and I was just about finished. And as I was running, these people were kind of coming up behind me and they had, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, okay. They had, they had, uh, this, yeah, they were on bikes and they were passing me and they said, and they turned around and they said, you excuse me, coming up on your left-hand side. I say, yeah, no problem. And they passed me. And it's funny, this guy had a tattoo on his calf. It yeah. was like a triathlon um, tattoo. So I turn around, I'm like, and like kind of, you know, I'm getting tired. And in between gasps, gasps of breath, I'm like, hey, dude, like, which, you know, did you run like the Kona or whatever? And anyways, it started up this conversation. And then he's like, no, no, uh, you know, I've run a couple of uh, triathlons. We got into talking and. You know, he was riding his bike because it was like this festival that was going on. And it's just funny. You don't know, you know, who you're going to meet on your run. You don't know necessarily what's going to happen. Things just kind of like just kind of happen in the day. And that's just one of those things where you just never know who you're going to meet when you're out for a run. And um, everyone's got that story, right? Like everyone's out on the trail doing their thing. And you just never know what's going to happen during that day, right? So... My my thing is, you just get out there, you go for your run, do it for you, for your happiness, and then you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like I mean, pardon the pun, take, but sometimes uh, you just kind of run Take it from things. there, and, and you can meet some really kind of cool people. You know? 
Um, yeah, it's uh, it, like you said, some of the things I completely agree with. Well, <laughs> yeah, right? And, um, you know, you're going to meet, you're going to meet people. It's inevitable. You're going to meet some good people out there and you're going to make connections. And I mean, even if it's just to run with somebody for a section of a trail that you happen to be on and you never see them again, it's like you get to experience that moment and, and carry on. And it's all good. Right. Yeah. And the thing, you know, the thing is, is I really didn't want to go for a run that morning. I literally yeah. woke up. I'm like, I'm procrastinating. I'm like, do I really want to go out? Like, I, I just, I just didn't have it in me. But, but I kind of forced myself to kind of get out the door. And I'm like, you're going to be better for it. Go off and do it. I know you're busy the rest of the day, but if you don't get it done now, it's not going to happen. So I kind of said, all right, fine. And I just did it. And I had one of the, like, it was one of those yeah. amazing runs. And I felt awesome. And then I, I met a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah, it is. It's, you know? it's great. And it's, and it's funny. You said, you know, on like, days when you just least you don't want to do it and you're coming up with excuses. And it's like so, you come up with one excuse and then you're just going to get 10 more. They pile up on you so easy. And it's one of those traps I think a lot of people fall into, you know, who are kind of maybe new to the running scene or just kind of want to get out there. And they haven't really, you know, um, grasped that identity as, as being a runner, but they want to be active. And it's, you go on a nice streak one, one week, two weeks, and then all of a sudden, like little things creep up on you. And I go, I can't run today because this, or I can't run today because of that. And once you can master the art of overcoming the excuse and, and getting out there, then, you know, you can be successful with it and, and do it all year long. So let me ask you the question then. So I know that before the mm-hmm. before our call, um, we were discussing certain questions that we were going to ask our our guests. And so let's ask the question. It right? was what, uh, what you, advice would you give to somebody you, who's new to running? Yeah. What was your question? <laughs> I try to remember what. What advice? Well, I would say to uh, number exactly. one, okay, listen so to answer your own question. Answer your own question. What, what advice would you uh, get? To that when would you be my out? first, my first tidbit of, of wisdom. <laughs> no, but but I'm bump. Exactly. <laughs> no, and then I think and then I would say after you listen to that, to then disregard everything that we just said. First thing would be to <laughs> not take on more than you can chew at the beginning. Um, to to limit the mileage but be consistent because I know when I started, it was all about going as far as I could and trying to do it every day. And then you just get your body's not used to that. And you end up with like overuse injuries and and pains and that can be be a real big um, deterrent to carry on. And uh, you know, a good friend of mine last year um, was, was doing great and started running in the spring and went all through the summer and then shin splints hit and kind of held them up and that was the end of it for them and you know it's it's one of those things yeah it's it's just one of those things where you want to do it you're feeling good but your body's not yeah, there yet I, so you really I know have the feeling show some restraint at the beginning until you can kind of get your body used to what you're doing especially if it's something very new to you so so this is something that, that I don't tell a lot of people. It's kind of embarrassing, but, it, no but kidding. it's true. I actually got shin splints just by walking fast. Literally. Like when I had, like when I weighed 
266 pounds. Yeah. And I was trying to like figure my life out. Like I started like with the walk, right? And I actually got shin splints just by walking fast. And yeah. that's one of the most painful things. I'm thinking, I'm walking and why why is this hurting? It was crazy, right? But yeah. but you did it and you take a couple of days off and you kind of go slowly again and you kind of you work your way up to it. Yeah. So, so, so all okay. right. Dave. So um, okay, I'm gonna throw it back to you now. Well, let me you ask flip you it over then. to me. So, looking back on your journey up till this point, and you know, it's been very unique, like I guess everybody's journey is. Um, what what advice would you give um, the Dave Waters from maybe four or five years ago when you started running? If you could go back in time and talk to yourself, what would you say to yourself? What advice would you give? Uh, the advice that I would wow. give myself would be find a mentor. Find a mentor. Somebody that you can reach out to that has gone through what it is that you want to achieve. So if you want to run a marathon, reach out to somebody who have, you know, may have run a marathon and, and learn from them, right? You know, again, you don't need to know absolutely everything but i think if you can get hold of somebody who's who's done what it is that you want to achieve at least you've got some kind of guidance some idea as to you know what you should be doing with regards to reducing injuries and things like that like come up with some sort of a game plan because if not you're gonna be like reinventing the wheel you know what i mean and that and that would suck so i would always say you want to get into this, find somebody that's done it before you and then take them out for coffee. Absolutely. And talk to them for an hour. Yeah. And that would be something that, you know, you can do locally. Right. All right. All right. So back to you. Um, this year, well, it's something we've already talked about and do you want whether to achieve or not I'll, this know, year. I'll attain the goal is uh, to be t- determined, but, uh, I want to run 50 kilometers this year and I want to, I want to do it this summer. Um, I haven't tried it. I've tried it once in the past okay. and, and I failed. It was uh, probably four years ago now, maybe even five years ago. And I haven't tried it since. So it's something I've, I've wanted to do. I've been, you know, kind of building up mileage for the past uh, three or four months now. So, I'm feeling like I'm almost there. Um, I have no time in mind. I just want to hit the distance. So if I have to walk some of it, if I have to crawl near the end, which I probably will, and and uh, cry a little, then I'll do it. But I just want to get it done. So that's that's my goal for the year, I think. Um, well, uh, trail trail okay, would be so awesome, but I think uh, maybe we'll... Are we doing this on road? We doing we'll it on do trail? maybe do we some back dirt roads. <laughs> And if we can incorporate some trail into it, that would be great too. I mean, we've got the rail trail. I mean, Bruce trail, Bruce trail would be great too. I'm just not okay. super familiar with it. And I know that uh, we had some talks. Yeah. Uh, we had some talks with Ivor and he was willing to uh, kind of be our support team on his bike. I'll be your guy. Do this. So I think if we, if we stick to the, to the uh, back roads or the rail trail route, we'll be able to have that. Yeah, support that's right. He can kind of Sherpa stuff for us or give us aid if we need it. Yeah, and you know what? We, I mean, we could certainly do that, or we could, uh, 
you know what? We could hit the monocliffs. Yeah, we could do that too. Do I'd have to leave that up to you. Trail run. It just seems like we could set up aid stations <laughs> all the way throughout, right? Up and run. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Dude, you just, put, you just put out water bottles. Just go out one day, put out water bottle here, there, there. Yeah. Okay, we're good. We're um, <laughs> so <laughs> all right, so that's cool. I guess. All right. So I'll leave it back. I'll looking back looking forward into this year beyond beyond that 50k. Um, do you have any events lined up or things that you'd like to do this year? <laughs> now it's official. Good question. Um, yeah, and you're going to put me on the spot, and I'm glad that you did this because this it will now. Well, now it's going to be official because it's on the podcast, <laughs> and I can't procrastinate about it anymore. Um, yeah, I do. I'm. I'd like oh, to run uh, Scotia Bank. Uh, Toronto Waterfront Marathon. It's the 30th anniversary this year. Uh, I that was the very first marathon I've ran. I've only run two, um, but I want to do that one. I loved the course. It's uh, it's an epic, epic marathon, and uh, it's a gold label marathon. It's like you know, it's the highest prestige in. Uh, I think there's only five in North America at that level. Um, so it's a, yeah, it's, they're in good company with uh, with Boston and with Chicago and. New York and you know, I think it's San Francisco and there's a number of other ones. Um, but yeah, we're the only, only uh, one of five in North yeah. America. So yeah, I want to do that one. And I think the medal is, I think the medal, you got the swag is going to be cool too. You know what I mean? Uh, the 30th anniversary. I mean, it's going to be awesome. So yeah, that's what I'd like to achieve. And that's going to be in Oct- October 20th. That's when I'm, yeah, that's, that's the, that's the plan. Um, and then obviously, you know, do the run with you on the awesome. 50. I like it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I you can, know, that marathon, I can get those two in this year, that'd be, that'd be pretty uh, cool. Show up for that. How many racers do you get? Right. Um, so with the Scotia, you're looking at about, um, I think there's about 29,000 that show up for the marathon, but they've got, I think, like a half marathon, obviously the marathon, okay. and they've got like a, I don't know if they've got like a 5k or a 10k for the kids. I, for, I forget if they do or not. They may, but um, I think there's obviously the half marathon is the big draw. Okay. However, there's a, so there's something for I everybody there. 5,000, maybe six that run the full marathon. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's huge. I mean, if you're, if you're going to show up, um, and you're going to race in uh, the Toronto Waterfront Marathon. Um, you and if you're driving down the day of, you certainly need to pay attention to the road closures because if you take the QEW, uh, you're that's like right. the main highway in, in in the downtown core of Toronto for for any of our international listeners. Um, you don't want to be on that road because uh, you're the highway. You're going to be stopped like dead still. Like you're not going anywhere. So you kind of want to come in from the north, the northwest. If you can kind of come in that way, or the north, or the northeast, and if you can kind of come in from those angles, then you can find parking. And, and there's a lot of lookout points, okay. which is really cool because the finish, you where you end the marathon is where you start. Perfect. Which so is I Nathan mean, Phillips thirty Square. years of, of running um, this uh, in, marathon in downtown Toronto, where um, where city hall is. I'm sure they have things uh, pretty well organized, eh? perfect oh it, it is it is like the premier race like i said there's five of them 
in uh, in North America, and uh, and Toronto is one of them. It's put on by Alan Brooks. He's a fantastic race director, and um, actually the Canadian uh, record hold, like the Canadian yeah. record holder. I forget the guy's name um, from like forty four years ago. I think it was just broken last year by um, by uh, Cam Levins. He's actually he broke it. I think it was. Uh, two hours and five minutes, or yeah. I can't even remember. It, it, the number is not on, <laughs> not on my the top of my 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 head here, but uh, and I can't even look it up because I'm in my car. Um, oh wow! <laughs> but uh, he broke it. He broke that that record, and he's coming back uh, to run again, which uh, which is super cool. This guy is fast. He's Canadian. And um, he's just a really yep. cool guy. So, yeah, he's going back to run. So we have a lot of international Kenyan runners that, that come in. So it's a, it's a fantastic uh, race that, uh, that's put on. So I encourage anyone that's, anyone that's listening and maybe thinking about running a marathon, uh, that's something that you could uh, sign up for. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, yep. a, it's a pretty amazing race. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of cheer stations oh. like around the city where um, you get a lot of the locals who are like cheering for all the runners. It's uh, yeah. So it's really neat. Um, so I question kind of back to you, um, I guess would be what's the one failure that's happened to you that kind of challenged you to kind of be better. Not necessarily in running, but just as a person. That failure, it could have been in anything in life, whether it's regard to running, whatever, when work, that just that failure that kind of hit you and went, Man, that really sucked. Oh wow, that's but, uh you know, I that's a very thought pushed through and, it uh, and it's made me a better person. Man. So yeah, yeah I know, man. Well, I think, this I mean, is trail tales. Failures, dude. We, just, um, we just, you know, I don't pull punches you know, I've here. got quite a few failures, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of life lessons um, that I've learned uh, in my years so far. And um, I think, I think. Okay, so, 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 so let me make it a little bit easier. What's the one thing that's happened sure. running I think, that you, know, you failed this, this at can, that made this can you apply to running a better or just person life in, in your general. personal life? I How about that? I think that um, fear can lead to a lot of failure by, by way of preventing you from even trying. I think that fear of maybe looking silly or fear of, you know, not knowing everything or, or just looking like you don't know everything and you maybe uh, hold yourself back, whether you're in the business world and you're at a meeting and you have an idea, but you're scared of, of sounding stupid, so you don't present your idea. Or with running even, just kind of fear of, of hurting and pushing yourself, um, whether, it's, whether it's running a certain distance or running at a certain pace, you just kind of don't want to get uncomfortable. So I think that... Um, you know, and I've, I've had lots of times in life where I've kind of let fear kind of hold me back for various reasons. And I think now that, you know, as you get older and you get a little bit wiser, it's like, you know, why do I have this fear? What do I care if I fail? Because, you know, you kind of learn that your successes, um, 
are built upon failures. That's how we learn. I think that um, if you just put yourself out there, whether you succeed or not, um, isn't really the point. It's, it's about learning and growing as an individual. So in terms of running and stuff, you know, it was like last year, I went out and I wanted to run a marathon and I wanted to train for it and I didn't and I suffered very much. But um, I knew it was going to hurt and I was kind of worried about it, but I figured I'm going to go do it. And, you know, it took me a long time. I was quite sore, but I did it anyways. And I was happy for it at the end of the day. Um, so, yeah, I guess, I guess fear, you know, is uh, one of those things you have to overcome. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I've had a lot of those too. <laughs> a lot of those, man. And well, and, and, you know, not, not, you know, running, uh, the Hamilton marathon um, and not qualifying for Boston, that, that, that really has put me down for a long time. And only this year has, uh, has it finally, I've, I've kind of overcome it now. I've kind of left yeah. it. It's in the past. And I actually did a blog post on it on uh, my plant powered runner blog. And uh, I've left it there. It's done with, I don't need to worry about it anymore. I've, I've, I've put it to bed and, and now I'm moving on and, you know, that's the thing, you know, you can allow fear to rule your life or you can allow it to be that, uh, that, uh, that momentum there, or, or that, that, that kind of jumping off point to say, exactly. Hey, I failed. So what? Time to move on. Like, let's do, let's just go, you know, forget about it. Move on to the next thing. Because if not, you'll never move forward it's like you know if you go for if you're looking for a job and then you go to your job interview and yep. you don't get it well you're not going to stop right because you need to get the job right so so in running why would you you run a race and then all of a sudden everything kind of falls apart and then you yep. don't succeed so then you're like well I, maybe i'm not meant to run marathons you know you're not going to stop like you're just going to kind of push through it. Yeah. You get, you know, you got to come overcome those demons and injuries or whatever happens, but always have, you know, that, that, that attitude about, you know what failure, you know, allows exactly. you to grow exactly. because if I didn't fail, I didn't learn anything. Right. So, I mean, that's just kind of my take on it, but uh, yeah, man, I think that's, that's kind of all I got. No, for, you know what? I, think, I don't know if there's uh, anything like else that you want to do in uh, grab bag today. To anybody who's listening to this, if you know, if you have any stories you want to share, or if you have any comments or questions or anything, or if you think you'd like to be a guest on the show, you know what? Give us a give us a shout on email, and we'll definitely get back to you. And Dave, you've got that email that you have that uh, we're using. Uh, yeah, I think we're still using mine just for the, but just for the moment, but we'll just put it out there. So it's Dave, D-A-V-E dot waters, W-A-T-E-R-S 26 at gmail.com. That's going to be ours. Uh, that's going to be, I guess, ours until yeah, I get and I that think other there's a, one set up. And I guess kicked in. So I'll look after that. Don't worry. For, for the <laughs> podcast as well. Did you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find us uh, on uh, on Facebook, um, and it's Trail Tales. Uh, and it's in Facebook, so you can go just click the little awesome. magnifying glass at the top in Facebook, type it in, and, and you'll find us. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts or Breaker right. or Anchor 
or anywhere that you listen to uh, podcasts, we're we're there. Lots of tales. At, uh, yep, absolutely. Trail <laughs> tales, baby. That's the Runners it. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, there's always, there's always a tale. <laughs> Who's wagging it though? That's a whole other question. <laughs> yeah, right, I think I might actually strap on my to, shoes uh, and run around the park. Doing what you got to do, and uh, I'm in the we'll mood. Talk soon. Awesome. All right, All right man, care, you go everybody. do that, we'll and maybe I'll uh, head yeah. out on the trail uh, myself. Hey, okay, listen. You know what? Wait a second. Go out there. And wherever you are, take uh, a picture of where it. you are and what it. you're doing. I'm actually, and I'll do I'm the same where, right where I am, right? And we'll nice post it into our us. Facebook group. It's about uh, right. ankle high. But, uh, yeah, I'll get some nice shots. Perfect, okay, man. Okay, bye-bye. All right, sounds good, man. We'll chat later. <laughs>